You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Printful. Welcome back, everyone. There's an age-old quote, which is, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. Trouble is, I don't know which half. So it's a quote by the department store mogul, John Wanamaker, and it's over 100 years old. So the cool thing about working in e-commerce is that, in theory, marketing attribution and analytics for your store have to be much simpler, right? Because you're selling online, so 100% of your revenue or you know, maybe majority of your revenue is flowing through your store. So it's about time I bring on Yasmin Nozari, co-founder of Peel, an analytics platform for e-commerce brands, to give us a bit of a primer on e-commerce analytics, how to close the loop. And what I want to cover today is some definitions of like, what I might call buzzword acronyms that I hear online, what they mean, why they matter, and what to do with this information once you have it. So Yasmin, awesome to have you. Thank you for having me. Hi. Of course. So maybe to start, you can just give us a quick overview of Peel and what you all are up to. Sure. So Peel is um, a fully automated software tool that are built analytics for your e-commerce store. So our first product was we deliver daily updates about the trends in your business and some highline metrics via Slack or email. And we really focus on the segmentation. But then we pre-built over 100 different analyses across all of your segments in a web view dashboard. No setup required. That's awesome. And it's in, in your focus is on Shopify stores to start? Pretty much. Yep. Fully e-commerce focus. Our first major connection is Shopify. Awesome. And congrats. I saw you guys just closed like a big Series A financing. Yeah. Not Series A, Seed. But yeah. Seed, 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 Seed. Awesome. Cool. So what, maybe like let's start with some of the key terms that are thrown around a lot in the industry. Like maybe we just do like a buzzword 101, so to speak. Okay. You know, the ones that come to mind for me that I think would be really helpful for everyone listening to learn about ROAS, AOV, cohorts, okay, LTV. Let's do it. Okay, ROAS, return on ad spend. So what this means is the higher the ROAS you have, the better. It is your conversion value divided by your ad spend. Anything greater than one means you're making a profit. So you have a three, that means for every dollar spent on ads, then we, you've earned $3 back from the conversion, which is awesome. It's a 200% return. And that's focused on revenue, not profit, right? The way that's calculated? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. And then AOV is the average order values. So it's revenue divided by the number of orders. Essentially, you want to have your AOV to be growing because if I just go to your store and buy a sunglasses on the first order, but then I come back and I buy sunglasses and a hat, I'm spending more. So my average order value is growing. That's what it is. Nice. And I guess, are there like tactics to getting AOV up? Oh, sure. Um, and there's a lot of really, really cool apps in the Shopify app store that do these things or help you do them. But I think knowing what people are buying is key. And then you could bundle and upsell and cross-sell different products. So if you know that people bought the sunglasses, then you could send them emails or SMS and be like, hey, maybe you should buy this and this. Um, and just organizing how you sort of sell the products and present them and also at different parts in the checkout flow. You could also add free shipping at a certain amount, you know, obviously, so it makes sense for you, but then people, well, we all do this. We always want to get the free shipping. So you might buy more in order to get the $5 away from free shipping, even though you're spending like $20 more, you know, working on that whole consumer mindset, or you can apply discounts on minimum order values 
things like that. Nice, nice, awesome. All right, let's talk about cohorts, LTV, and then CAC okay. to LTV. So a cohort is a group of people that have a defined characteristic. And so in statistics, if we're going to get like really technical, people sort of group people by what they do, whether you're a cohort because you're in a certain class or you were acquired in a specific month or you bought a specific product. And there's a lot of analysis that you could run by applying them across the cohorts. And then if we just jump into LTV, so LTV stands for the lifetime value. It is an estimate of the average revenue or your profit if you calculate COGS in a calculation that a customer will spend throughout their lifetime with your brand. And when people calculate lifetime value, usually do it over cohort analysis. So looking at when people were acquired and what their average amount that you're going to get from them over time. And there's lots of different ways you could slice it. Yeah, so that's like people in January that bought for the first time. That would be like an example of a cohort. Yeah, exactly. And then LTV of that cohort is, hey, of those people who bought for the first time in January, how much did they spend with us over the period of their life cycle with the business? Exactly. And so it's really interesting to look at when people were acquired and how much you're going to gain from them. So if you think about the people that you acquired during the Black Friday, Cyber Monday, that cohort is end of November, early December holiday time. Now you want to see, okay, we have all these sales or all these gimmicks to get them to come to our store. Now, how much are they going to spend with us over their life period? Are they going to come back and spend more? And understanding how people continue to be loyal to your brand is pretty much essential to growing your business. And they come in through different things like a Mother's Day sale or a back to school sale. And all these things are ways to sort of look at your business and your customers' behaviors. So do you feel like LTV is the most important metric for brand founders out there? I don't know if it's the most important, but you can get a lot of nuggets of information of how much people are willing to spend with you. And then you can use that information to figure out how much you can spend to acquire future customers, which I think is key. So that allows you to sort of say, okay, this is my budget for advertising this month because my average LTV over the past six months for these past six cohorts is XYZ. And that sort of gives you a bit of a framework and allows you to make informed budgets and that's the whole point of data analysis to just give you a benchmark of where you where you can play. Yeah. So just based on the acquisition stuff, fill us in on CAC and then CAC versus LTV. CAC is the cost to acquire a customer. So how much you spend to get them into your store to purchase things. And CAC to LTV is a ratio that measures the cost of acquiring them to how much you're going to recoup that investment. If it's at one, that means you break even. If it's at two, that means you can double your money. If it's less than one, that means you're burning a lot of money and you can't really afford to acquire these customers. Yeah. And just to be clear, when you're doing the math, obviously in Peel, it's automated, but when you're doing the math, you take LTV and divide it over CAC, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Great. And then, you know, there's all sorts of things that you can do to get that number up, but that's actually, sounds like a really important metric to think about. Actually, even for us in software, we look at <laughs> LTV to CAC. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like for any business. Any business, you need to know those numbers. Exactly. Okay. So we just covered some really good ground. I think that'll be really helpful for people that have heard these terms and maybe are a little bit shy to to ask what the hell they are. Let's talk about like a couple examples, maybe appeal customers and reports that you guys are automatically generating for them that actually drive them to take action to improve the business. Sure. 
So peel, as I said, automatically produces tons of metrics. And some of them are fully focused on subscriptions. Some of them are focused on transactional businesses, however way you want to look at it. But the big value is in the segmentation. So we calculate your lifetime value for all your customers across all the segments. So what product did they first purchase? What discount code did they come on in on? Did they use a specific payment gateway like PayPal or those buy now, pay later type things? Um, what locations? And knowing who those your customers' behaviors from those data points can really help you figure out what how to acquire future customers. So for example, if you know what the lifetime value is or can compare the lifetime value of your customers based on what product they purchased, um, or then you can use those products in different campaigns. And it might not be something that you're guessing. It could be something that you totally weren't aware of, but because it's automatically calculated for you, all you have to do is just sort of click around and see the value and you don't have to run the analysis yourself. So what we've seen brands do is they say, oh, okay, actually, I didn't know this product actually had a higher lifetime value by month six than this other one's. I thought it was this one. So maybe let's use this in a campaign or an email marketing drip to get people to come back and buy more. Nice. I also think repurchase rate is really interesting. So I had mentioned this earlier. So if you acquire a bunch of customers from Black Friday, Cyber Monday, a report that people love is understanding, well, when are people coming back and buying again or four times over and knowing when they are. And then it's like, okay, I actually want more people to come back a lot quicker. So maybe I'll send an email or an SMS campaign you know, a week after they bought to see if I could budge those numbers and get them to come back. And you can do that again based off of, oh, everyone was acquired with this specific discount code. Let me change their behavior and tweak our different messaging. Yeah. When you first started, you're like, oh, this is my baseline. This is where we are. And now let's do, I have all these levers at my fingertips. So let me now experiment and see how these numbers move to see what works and what doesn't work. And that's sort of, I think the key to running any business is experimenting, but uh, using data to help inform those decisions. Yeah, I mean, for us, like, you know, we're not, D to C, right? But I think step one is always like measurement and benchmark. Like Mm -hmm. you can't set a good realistic goal if you don't know where things stand today. And so like the idea of just like having that automated out of the gate, I feel like would have saved so many headaches for us over the years. Same for us too. We're like, did that work? Did that not work? What did we start at? Right. Okay. (laughs) But one, one thing that comes to mind for me is, you know, there's just like there's always banter out there about like, oh, you know, I would never run a discount code or I would run a discount code. Like, do you have any sense like for customers that come in through discount codes? Like, is there a way to track LTV after that? Yeah. So we have two things. So we actually built a cohort of did you use a discount code or did you not? And that's on everybody's account. So you can quickly answer the question, is my repurchase rate higher? Are people coming back and buying more if they came in on a discount code or if they didn't? So you easily can answer that question and it's just like two clicks. And the same is, is my lifetime value higher for people who use a discount code or not? And from what I've seen from a lot of accounts, it is. It's actually really interesting that if people are redeemed on a discount code, they tend to spend more over time. So that's so cool. That's huge. <laughs> yeah. And it's very, obviously it depends on your business, but yeah. it's all of, it's like, right. That these, there's like automatic nuggets too. Also did people who came in on discount code, what's their average order value over time? So we have a cohort AOV. So average order value analysis, a linear version, but then also by cohort. So you can measure it by the different months that they were acquired on. And you can see, you know, by different 
promotions that you've run, the average order value, but then also if they came in with a discount code and how that changes. So they might be lower the first month because of that, or it's higher, but it changes and you want it to grow and you do see that it's growing, which is pretty cool. Fascinating. I mean, I'm sure there's countless examples like this. Yeah, there's tons and it's really neat and it's all available for you to just toggle around. That's so cool. Well, Yasmin, this is awesome. Appreciate you coming on and breaking all those down for us. I think really, really valuable and click the link in the show notes, check out peelinsights.com. Great team, great platform. And you know, if you're kind of questioning what some of your benchmarks are today for your business, I think there's like a free trial Mm -hmm. you can check out. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Take care.